Is that what fun ghosts say? I feel like that's what a fun ghost would say. Like, you know, all those other ghosts, they're so drab and they're always like, boo. But I'm a fun ghost. I say, hey, boo. Hey, guys, this is Roz Dress Velez. You're listening to Ghosted by Roz Dress Velez. I'm your host or hostess. You remember gender, right? Now, if you're not familiar with my work, I'm an L.A.-based drag queen comedian. I love a good laugh, and I love a good spooky, ooky, freaky, deaky story. But I've decided to combine the two of my two, my two loves of laughing and also being scared into one brand new podcast. So here on Ghosted, every week I'm going to be inviting on some of my favorite people in Hollywood, many of whom you may already know, to hear their tales of personal experiences with the paranormal. Sarah Sarah Normal, that would be a good drag queen name. I like that. It should be if it's not. Now, we live in Hollywood, California. It's a place where dreams come to die and the dead seem to thrive. The epicenter of show business as well as unfinished business. Paranorma. I like that better. Paranorma. So this show's basically going to be like celebrity ghost stories, but, you know, with a sense of humor when it's appropriate. But some of the stories might be uh, a little bit more personal as well. Now, I'm somebody that basically lives their life like it's Halloween 365 days of the year. Because I'm a drag queen. I play dress up for a living. I eat lots of candy all the time. And my favorite thing to say to people is, tell me a ghost story. I have been fascinated by ghosts my whole life. And I'm in no way a skeptic. Trust me, I'm actually quite gullible. Like Somebody told me years ago that Guy Fieri was the lead singer of Smash Mouth. And I just recently found out that they were fucking with me the whole time. But like many of you... I've had many ghost experiences, but I just, uh, I don't understand ghosts or poltergeists or apparitions or demonic entities or any of that dark-sided stuff. I I don't understand it, Uh, but I have had these experiences, and all I know is that I can't explain them. So I would I would feel pretentious if I was to say that I have a sixth sense because I definitely don't think that I do. However, I grew up in a home that my loving grandmother spent her dying days in. And from a young age, I learned that I'm often able to recognize when a spirit is in the room. I kind of get that feeling as well where the the hairs on the back of my neck stand up and I can tell that there's something in the room. But again, I don't have a sixth sense. I think there's a, a reason why I don't have my own television show because my skills aren't that good. And trust me, I would take the Hollywood medium Tyler Henry's job in a heartbeat. I already have the cosmetics for it. Actually, the Hollywood medium Tyler Henry would be a total dream guest for the show. And I'm hoping to have psychics and experts on the topic uh, to actually help me answer some of these questions once and for all. But, yeah, I'll talk about some of my own personal experiences. Again, I don't have a sixth sense. It's just this thing that I have, it's sort of like it's similar to a smell or a taste or a touch or a sound or a sight, 
Or when you can talk to Bruce Willis, but no one else does. You know what I mean? But it's not a sixth sense, I swear. Every episode, I plan to bring on different guests to share their ghost stories. But I also want to hear from you, our listeners, because I don't want this just to be about Hollywood. I want to know all kinds of paranormal ghost stories. Think of this sort of as like a slumber party or like we're hanging out around the campfire. I want to hear some spooky shit. So here's what you can do. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Himalaya and tell us in the comments what your ghost story is. And I will read it on the air in the intro to each episode. Another fun thing that we're going to be doing every episode is playing a little game called EVPs or EV Please. Now, if you don't know what an EVP is... It is electronic voice phenomenon. It's that thing you always see in those ghost hunter TV shows when they claim to have captured a ghost voice. And sometimes they're pretty accurate, but sometimes it's like, and then they're like, I think it just said, I'm very angry. And it's like, who knows? And that to me, that's an EV, please. But if you have captured an EVP in your ghost hunting experience, send it to me at ghostedbyraws at gmail.com. Each episode when I have my guests here, we're going to try to figure out what that EVP actually says. So make sure when you send that to me, you also include what you believe the entity is saying and where you captured it from. Now, when you send me your stories about being ghosted, come on, I don't want to hear about social ghosting. Oh, my friend, stop talking to me. You know that term, ghosted. Or or that you've been Caspered, which is when you're friendly ghosted. Or that you've been poltergeisted, which is when someone stops talking to you because they've been trapped in a TV. You know the story. I want to hear real paranormal phenomenon. Real stories. Fake lady. Okay, fine. I will share one of my own stories. I can feel that you guys are pressuring me. But I guess I'll do it. I'm very shy, but I'll do it. Okay, I have many ghost stories, and some of them are kind of sweet, but this story that I'm about to tell is very, very creepy. And again, I don't I don't know how demons work, and I, I'm such a believer of this stuff, and I just hope that I am not conjuring anything back into my life. If you are a demon and you are listening to this podcast, please like and subscribe. Now, please don't, um, don't, uh, don't come into my life, but give us five stars. Okay. So this all started in November of 2009. Now, most people that know me know that I am the bargain bin beauty Raw's dress for less. I love a thrift store. It's basically the only shopping that I do is in thrift stores. Every once in a while, I'll see different knickknacks and paddywhacks and give a dog a bones that I think look really cool in the in a thrift store. Usually some kind of old vintage item. And I just look at it and I think, you know, I don't need that, but I just can't imagine it going to someone else's house. It has to be mine. This happened this day in November of 2009. I saw a Ouija board. I know. I know. I should not have even touched it, but I saw this Ouija board. It was from the 1960s. It was so vintage and cool looking. It was in the box. It had the little piece. It had the board. 
I just knew I needed to have it. It was only a dollar as well. So I bought it. And I took it home to my studio apartment at the time in North Hollywood. And I told myself, I'm not going to use it because I believe in this stuff and I don't want any problems. I'm not looking for trouble here, Ouija. I just want you because you're cool looking. So I put it in the corner of my living room. Again, it was a studio apartment. It was also the, the kitchen and the bedroom. But I put it in the corner of the living room and it just stayed there for a couple of days. Everything was fine. Then one night, I had to wake up early the next day to go to work. And I was just trying to sleep and I was having a hard time sleeping. Thank God I was not asleep yet because, as you'll hear me say many times on the show, I don't want to be messed with when I'm sleeping from the other side. Stay away other side, not when I'm sleeping. So I'm about to sleep, you know, sort of in that middle state of almost sleeping. When I kind of noticed... Oh, I keep hearing this deep breathing outside the window. I lived on a floor, uh, in a building that was on the first floor. There was one floor below me, and there was a parking lot that was right below my window. And so I thought, you know, oh, okay, somebody's just out there maybe smoking or who knows what they're doing. But I started to realize, okay, this has been going on for like a long time and they're right outside my window and it was as if they were walking back and forth the perimeter of my apartment just from one side to the next, right below us, one floor below, breathing, just... And I could hear their shuffling on the pavement right below me. Now, after a little bit of time had gone by, I noticed that the breathing was getting louder. It was sort of slowly getting louder, and the shuffling on the pavement stopped. So I'm hearing this, and then I heard the shuffling on my carpet. It was shuffling and breathing closer and closer to my bed, which was on the far side of the room, the opposite side of the window. Now, the shuffling is getting closer and closer. You guys, this sounds ridiculous, but this is true. This really happened to me. And all of a sudden, I heard as if someone sat down on my bed. And I I turned really quickly, and there was nothing there. And I instantly heard sort of like a, I don't know if you can hear this, but like a, like this sound, like almost like fingers on the inside walls of my apartment, just like a scattering on the inside walls and on the inside ceiling, not the roof, the ceiling, like you could feel it on the inside. The call was coming from inside the house. Then a light flickered on and off and Little noises just kept occurring all night, and I eventually might have gotten a very little amount of sleep, and I went to work the next day, and I was terrified that there there might be a demon in my apartment. I mean, I didn't know what to think, and I was so scared to go home, and a friend of mine had given me these protective stones, and 
a uh, crucifix, uh, or no, a rosary. I was raised Catholic, and and so I uh, I put that in the box, and I put it in a bin, and I put it in my uh, closet. And you know what? Things kind of stopped. But then I moved to another apartment, and I kind of forgot about it. Like maybe a year had gone by. I wasn't really thinking about that Ouija board. There was not really any problems. And the first night that I got to my new apartment, I was sleeping and I heard a very similar sound to that sound of the scattering on the wall. But this time it was this sound as if something was touching the wall and then sliding down. I don't know. Can you hear this? Like a and then a slide. Oh, my God. It was so scary. And it was the same kind of thing like the first time where I was like, okay, whatever that is, it's going on for a long time. And it seemed to, it seemed like it was happening, you know, as I would acknowledge it, it would stop and then it would start again. And, you know, I had uh, many occurrences. I had a friend come over to the house and he was kind of sniffing around my kitchen and he was like, why is that sound? It sounds like there's a leak. And and I noticed it, too, and it just kept sounding like something was dropping from the ceiling, like a small, like a leak, but there was nothing there. And that would happen on and off all the time. My ceiling fan would turn on and off sometimes. And then there was one day where I was sitting with my adorable Pomeranian, Rocky. We were sitting on my couch, and I lived alone, so I always had the uh, the toilet seat up. Yes, I'm a man. I know. I had the toilet seat up and Rocky and I were sitting there watching TV and all of a sudden the toilet seat slammed. And you know that sound. You know that sound. There's no way it was something else. I was so scared, but I also had to pee. And so I held it for a while and then Rocky ran over to the bathroom and ran back into my arms. He just like bolted back as if he had seen something in the bathroom. Now I had to pee and it was time for me to go to the bathroom And so I finally got the courage. I was so scared. I didn't even want to move. Like, I just seriously did not want to go over there. But I finally went to the bathroom, and the toilet seat was up. Unexplained events, folks. That's what we'll be talking about here. Now, eventually, I I threw it away. I threw away the Ouija board as I moved to uh, the next location. And I knew that because it was certainly more active in my second apartment for whatever reason. And I knew that it was, you know, there was some kind of energy that I associate with that board because nothing really happened until I got that board. Weirdly, I never felt um, like any true evil. I mean, I don't know. The whole time I had it, I didn't know how to get rid of it. I heard many different people telling me what I should do, that it's um, now attached to me and not attached to the board. I don't know. I really, I haven't experienced anything like that since I got rid of it, and I'm very grateful for that. Okay, so that's one of my many world-famous ghost stories, and don't worry, I've got plenty to share. I can't wait for you to hear episode one of the show. It'll be popping up very soon, so please make sure you rate us, subscribe to us, give us a fabulous five-star rating, and tell me your ghost stories. I'll talk to you soon, but please don't haunt me. 
Show. <laughs> <laughs>